from the balcony outside of my apartment next to an old piano and a desk that someone threw away on the side of the road. Welcome to 36 Questions to Fall in Love with Abby. series, I explore the 36 questions to fall in love, a study by psychologist Arthur Aaron, popularized by the New York Times essay by Mandy Len Katrin, with six men I barely know. If you've never heard of the 36 questions, definitely go back and listen to the intro episode. You can find that in my podcast archive. Last week, I sat down with Jack in his studio apartment, and we went through the first set of the 36 questions. In this episode, we go through the second set of the questions and get to know each other a little better. Let's get to it. Okay, 14, is there something that that you've dreamed of doing for a long time, and why haven't you done it? For me, it would be doing a podcast. Mm. And now I've done it. Mm. We're doing it. This is very meta. But dancing classes. And I'm picking them. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Salsa. Salsa. But I kind of, I might switch. I kind of want to like learn hip hop or something. Because that's like. Like break dancing? Kind of. Because let's be real. Like if you're at a wedding or you're going out (laughs) clubbing. You're not going to be <laughs> dancing to salsa. You're not going to break out in the salsa. Yeah. Although yeah. I'm happy that I've taken this class. I might take another one just so I get like it becomes second nature because I do really enjoy salsa. It's really fun. Um, but I think because I think it, it like there will be brief moments in my life where I'll be like, I am so thankful I took those classes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to see it through because I at this point, I feel like I haven't gotten to the point where I go, OK, I've, I like. I explored it enough. I think I, I will still think in the back of my head, oh, but what could have been, you know? But yeah, I might just also switch to like break dancing. I don't like calling it break floor, dancing. Floor work. I don't yeah, know. Floor work. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, um, I can't see you break dancing. That would no, be that's the thing. I got to figure out the style of dance that I want to do. I mean, hell, it might just even be me finding some YouTube videos of people like who dance really cool and just mimicking them i could probably teach myself to be quite honest how i want to dance yeah once i spent an entire day with a friend and she was trying to teach me how to body roll (laughs) (laughs) it's where you like roll your body i don't know i clearly wasn't good at it Mm. so it took an entire day (laughs) um yeah podcast and then wait hmm. what's another answer and i'll give another answer because we're we're already doing it yeah, I know. I, I was yeah. going to give another answer. Um, okay. I just had it. Oh, yeah. Making a film, like making literally making a, a short film is something that I've wanted to do and I haven't done it hmm. because it seems expensive and COVID. And but those are the things I just tell myself mm-hmm. to, to not do it. Yeah, it's not as expensive as you think. And it's figuring out like how many skill sets you can do, what equipment you could borrow. Like mm-hmm. you could always borrow my film equipment. I Thank have, you. I have lights. I have cameras. Action. A camera. Yeah, nice. That's a good answer, though. Yeah. What about if, you? If you stay around me long enough, you'll make yeah. the you'll make the short film as well. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. My turn? Yeah. I want to travel alone. I have always believed that the potential for a good time is always reliant on being with someone. And I'm trying mm-hmm. to embrace the fact that I can have a damn good time on my own. And not only just like sitting inside, but like that's why I went to the comedy show by myself uh, a couple nights ago. Yeah. Um, and it was great. Yeah. I literally looked around and people watched. And I was like, man, I wouldn't want to be here with any of you people. <laughs> I'm happy that I'm just by myself. You can stay as long as you want. You can mm-hmm. like yeah. laugh at anything you want. Oh, my God. Yeah. I went early and I just like stared up at the ceiling because I had never been in the wheelchair and it's gorgeous. Um, but yeah, I really want to travel by myself because I think I've not only been scared of it, but also I love already. I've like told some people in my family and they're like, I could never do that. And I'm like, that's exactly why I want to do it because Mm -hmm. you have this false belief that you could never do it. Right. And I had that false belief. Oh, I could never do that. Why not? Yeah. I really want to do that too. My sister traveled alone for like a month. She said it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And you meet people. Mm-hmm. And you're not really alone the whole time. Right. But then if you meet someone, you don't want to hang out with them anymore. You can just be like, Peace. I'm going to go to this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it forces you, I think, to like find yourself and individualize yourself immensely. You know, that's a good answer. Mm. Appreciate you. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Can you guess my answer? Yeah. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. Hands down it helps. answer it it is a good answer um it's just so funny because like I, when i talk about it it feels outside of me in the sense that like i'm kind of like still like oh my god i can't believe i did that um yeah you know the whole thing of like the ten thousand hours mindset i felt like i i i've got the closest to the end of the ten thousand hours with that mm. so um where i was like wow so many years of like focusing on all the different aspects that go into making a movie kind of clicked in so many ways. And sure, yeah, I learned a lot. I made plenty of mistakes, but um, the end result is hands down the best film I've ever made. And that's a really, really cool thing as well as, yeah, like raising the money and all that stuff. Like just things again that I had, if you asked me a year ago, I'd be like, I don't know how to do that. And I can't do that. Yeah. Um, Now you know. And now I know. Mine would be, I think, graduating from college. That's a great answer. Where'd you go to school again? Middlebury. Where's that? College in oh, Ver- right Vermont. In Vermont. Right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was like hands down one of the worst days of my life because I was crying the whole time and I had to say goodbye to all my friends. Mm. It was like the worst day. Cause oh, because we you were on the so East close. Coast and you were going back to the West yeah, Coast? Yeah, everyone oh. was moving across, like everyone was moving to different states in the country and like no one was staying together and um the college made you graduate th- in like the same day in the morning and then they like mandate that you leave and pack out like the same day which was r- just rough and yeah, traumatic that's really intense yeah but they give you a week before they're like we, we gave you a senior week and you can hang out with your friends and say goodbye then but it's it just sucks hmm. so but it was like still a big deal to graduate and it was a culmination of 20 years of school and figuring out who I am. How's that going for you? <laughs> well, we're here. So. Yeah, exactly. I wish I could. So funny enough, actually, that's my diploma that has been hidden away for the past five and a half years. I was 
kind of insecure about hanging it up because it felt kind of pompous because so many people, so many people are like, Oh wow, you went to USC, the number one film school, all this stuff. And I'm like, that doesn't mean anything to me. Well, cause I, I felt like I had to downplay it because I feel like, well, my brothers would always shit on me for it. They're like, Oh, you grew a big head from that and all that stuff. And for me, it was more like, no guys, I, I have confidence for the first time ever. And I actually disagree with you guys. And what a shock, but, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you accomplished that's, it. You did it. Yeah, that's like that's why I really like your answers because you are very proud of that accomplishment, and I'm like still not. It's weird. Well, it's hanging up now. It is, yeah, because I recognized I was like this is a part of my story, mm-hmm. and I should embrace that. So, what's the little evil? That is the first movie that I worked on uh, after graduating USC. Um, the first couple of months out of USC were like aimless and. I just smoked weed and did nothing. And then um, my producing mentor got me on this Netflix movie that I was shooting in Cleveland for two months. And I was so excited. And when they sent the crew list, I scrolled through it and I couldn't find my name anywhere. And I was like, oh my God, they missed me. And then I scrolled all the way back up and I didn't realize that I was actually the second name under oh, the director. Shit. And it was so cool. So my mom actually, nice. my mom printed that out and That's framed it to me. the crew list. Uh, yeah, it's the That's so cute. Right? Isn't that a cute little thing? Where, like, when I saw it, I was like, it, it very much warmed my heart because it was like, oh, my mom's really proud of me. Because I remember sending a screenshot being like, oh my God. Yeah. I was just so excited and proud. Um, and then when we flew to Cleveland, it was so funny. The director was in the very first seat of the plane, and I was in the very last seat, uh, seat of the plane. And I just thought, I like, I didn't care. I just thought that was so poetic and funny. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's really cool. That reminds me of when I saw my name as like a credit for the first time mm. um, on the HBO show that I worked on. What was it? In Treatment. Everyone should watch it. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, In Treatment. Um, but HBO. <laughs> HBO Max. But like I had a little watch party with friends. And then at the end when they were scrolling the credits, we waited like 40 slides. Mm-hmm. And then my name pops on and everyone was like, oh, my God, cheering. So that's cool. That was a cool accomplishment. Number 16, what do you value most in a friendship? Forgiveness. Are we doing like power round now? That, that was just, I, I think, yeah. I think that's my simple answer. Yeah. And, that, and you don't have to explain it. Yeah. I just forgiveness. Yeah, forgiveness. Okay. Yeah. I like that. For me, um, I think realness. <laughs> Keep keeping it real, you know, like, yeah. like being honest. Authenticity. Yeah. Authenticity. Like mm. if I look bad in this outfit tell me you know mm. like i don't want someone to be like you know you look great mm-hmm. i like that answer yeah because i want people to also be like yo dude you have something stuck in your teeth exactly because that shows they care and it also just shows like familiarity y- yeah because then you're yeah. not you're like it's not a scenario where you're like hey do i look good in this outfit and you're like being all insecure if they're like no you don't change that you're like this is why i love you this is why yeah. i love you around yeah exactly I like it's that like answer. okay yeah what is your most treasured memory Define treasured, like in the sense of like, like you hold near and dear to your heart. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um. <laughs> I have. Okay, you go. No, because mine's pretty intense. Okay. So. Um, mine is like not very intense. Okay. When I was on mushrooms, um, <laughs> with all my like closest friends. Mm-hmm in college the senior week before we graduated and it was just like so beautiful mm. yeah that's a good answer i really like that one mm. 
Actually, no, I have a, I have a less intense one. I don't want to be so intense. Uh, scuba diving in Honduras. Mm. I was, I got to lay with a turtle. And then like five, ten minutes later, I saw a turtle. It was like 40 feet deep, so it was actually pretty shallow. And it was just like like a bunch of coral going up and down. You got to lay with a turtle? Yeah, like a turtle was laying on the ground on the, oh. the seafloor on the okay. sand. And a bunch of like fish were hanging on it. And I just like slowly hovered down. And then after like a minute, it like, you know, flew above me. I was like, wow. Um, but another cool experience I had was uh, literally the turtle was like going like this. And it was probably like 30 feet away from me. And I started swimming closer to it. And then at one point I was like, all right, I'm going to keep my distance. And it's he or she started swimming closer to me. It was literally at the distance of this TV where we were just felt like we were flying together. Mm. And it was it was this gorgeous humbling moment it probably lasted maybe 30 seconds to a minute where it was just both of us in line where it was just so rewarding that the the turtle came to me at one point um it's cute it was yeah it was breathtaking um yeah i absolutely love that memory because it it reminds me exactly of why i love to scuba dive like it's cool to see a shipwreck and coral but if you get to see larger wildlife it's awesome uh what's your most terrible memory for me probably probably when i was on vacation with my family and we were in like calistoga or something i don't know it doesn't matter where but we just come out of a movie the kids are all right i remember exactly what movie it was mm-hmm. and then we got a call that my parents like best friend had been killed in a bike accident like that day and he was like father of two like and they were best friends as couples and we had to like drive home right then and there and it was just like the worst car ride ever my parents just like crying and didn't know what to do so yeah because i was younger too i think maybe i was like 15 Mm. And I hadn't really seen my parents get that emotional before. Mm. So that was really scary. Yeah. Yeah. Realizing that adults are just kids and bigger bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is definitely my dad passing away. Sorry. Sucks, right? Uh, yeah, it happened <coughs> the, uh, right as junior year of high school was ending. It happened in a matter of two weeks. It was actually also going to be my most treasured memory was mm. him walking around the hospital after one of his like three surgeries when we thought everything was all good <coughs> uh, and hi- him giving me advice. That's like one of my treasured, most treasured memories. And then, uh, yeah, the hardest thing was definitely, it was definitely a scenario of like the ICU uh, him coming out of surgery and then like he's not properly waking up and then you hear like oh we have a code red and then there's a lot of commotion and then you're like hmm I think the code red's for us and um, yeah and like a nurse or doctor coming out telling my mom like you have to be ready for what's possible and wow yeah and that was definitely a scenario as well of where I witnessed a lot of grown people because my dad was 51 so like a lot of his his friends that I had known for years grown men like I remember his one friend who was like in his golfing foursome after the funeral on his knees crying over the casket 
and I was like, Ugh. wow. It's really intense. It was really intense. I mean, I was 17, but still, it was really, really intense stuff. Um, yeah, that's not the best memory, but I no. thought about it a bunch. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's my answer. Thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you knew, this is like, it's getting dark, the questions. Um, if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are now living and why? I love this question <laughs> because I've, okay, good. I've never thought about that. And hopefully it's going to make me live my life a little bit more. Yeah. Have you seen the movie soul soul? Yeah. I just rewatched that a couple of weeks ago before I started my job and I love the ending because mm-hmm. the ending is like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know I'm going to live every moment of it. Right. If this were the final year of my life, I would find all the things I'm really afraid about and I would go do them. Yeah. So for me, honestly, right now, it's like I want to travel alone. Um, I would probably reach out to people that I haven't reached out to in a while. I would um, forgive people that I wanted to forgive. I would probably be less critical and judgmental of myself, of other people, of situations, all that stuff. I would pursue what I'm trying to pursue right now, that inner peace. Mm-hmm. I would probably quit my job <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> because man. it's not like I like my job a lot, but it's working towards something in the future, mm. like the stepping stone to being more like having more responsibilities and getting more um what do you call experience whatever and if i don't i'm not gonna get that experience then i'm i would quit and then i would just like put all my energy into being with family and friends and um i would probably move back to san francisco because that's where my whole family is Mm -hmm. and then i would move like having having my home base be in san francisco Mm. but then i would still want to travel and like go to all the places i haven't been to but with friends and stuff and like with family and um and then write all my family and friends really like long letters about everything and how much i love them and um doing things that i wanted to do like i've I've never been to the grand canyon Hmm. and i've had this urge to just like pick up and drive one day and i looked at it it's like seven hours away maybe which is doable it's not like 14 Mm -hmm. so i'd probably just like Say, fuck it. I'll drive to the Grand Canyon. I'll drive there overnight, you know? Yeah. And just wake up there. Mm. That sounds dope. Yeah. I might do that very soon. What roles do love and affection play in your life? I think I surround myself with people that I love and have affection for. In, like, relationships, it's important for me to be with someone that I can show affection for and that they show affection for me. Mm. Like, not necessarily... PDA but like we can hold hands or it's more of like a a physical touch thing because it makes me feel secure Mm. I think in many ways it drives how I act in regards to every person that I come in contact with I usually try to make them feel very comfortable yeah I've learned you're not like a big hugger but I am that I'm not (laughs) we've met like twice that's true it's very true but I'm I'm the type of person, like, I'll hug for a long time, personally. Oh. 
I'll like a I'll hug, like, but I won't like. I'll like really squeeze personally. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess I'm not like, I don't want to hug for like 10 seconds, you know? That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, um. yeah, I like, like the pandemic for me was really hard because I couldn't hug people. Yeah. For like a year. Um, and yeah, I just think there's no better way to really show someone how much you care than like with a really good hug. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I just feel like there can be so much said in a good hug. Yeah. Um, whether it is like a deeper romantic affection or if it's just platonic, like you said, it, it's, it's a way to make somebody else feel like a little bit more secure and connected and outside of themselves a little bit. Yeah, because I think in in today's world, especially like affection can sometimes be few and far between and hard to get with people. And so I think, you know, sharing it with people in an honest way uh, with as many people as you can, I think is that's at least my pursuit. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. I'm really just doing this podcast so people can compliment me. Mm, Yeah. 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 Um, I also was going to say something and I was like, no, that's like a shallow that's not a characteristic be shallow i don't, I don't care oh you're really cute thank you yeah i like you in, in glasses too thank you was i not wearing them last time we no you, each other? i think you were yeah but it's just i like always wore contacts forever and then just recently got these glasses because mm. it saves money that's my shallow answer um i think yeah i'll go shallow. i i like your arms i think you have really nice arms oh yeah and you have good hair. Thank you. You also have really good hair. Thank you. Yeah. Let's just keep it shallow. Yeah, this let's is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're really easygoing, even though you you probably might disagree with that or something as a no, I don't. type A person. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Cool. I, I, th- I think you're really easygoing. Um, you're really easy to talk to, very casual, very just like, yeah. Thank you. I think you're a good storyteller. How would you know? Oh, I guess I've told <laughs> stories. Yeah, like a lot of your answers have been stories, but the way that you craft them and like you, the way that you tell them is really good because you start out like you say kind of the synthesis of what it is, but then you explain it in like a very interesting way, which not a lot of people can do. I'm like grinning really hard. That's a really cool, because that's a skill set that I didn't recognize I had, which Mm -hmm. is super cool. Yeah, you're a director. Mm, Yeah. I think with this podcast, you're very good at making me feel comfortable. I'm glad. I, I think, yeah, I think that's a very, like you, I mean, it goes back to you being kind of ca- like casual and easygoing, but it's like you're very, yeah, you just have a very great presence because you're, again, I feel very mm-hmm. comfortable around you, which I feel like. No, I'm grinning. Yeah. Um, I like this question a lot. Yeah. This one's fun. It's fun to talk, to compliment each other. Yeah. Yeah. You just have a very calming presence. And it, I feel like it's a, a similar answer to the first one, but I, I, I at yeah. the same time, I want to change my answer because I feel like it's, a, it's the same as the second one. Yeah. Just keep going. <laughs> I really love how much you talk about family and friends. Mm. Um, that's something you clearly really value. Um, mm-hmm. You must be a very loyal, you know, daughter and sister and, and friend. And... I think that's just a really great thing to value is family and friends. So the people yeah. you surround yourself with. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what else do we have if we don't have that? We have we, ourselves. Yeah. 
Look but at, look at Keanu Reeves, man. Right. It's true. He's a very very happy soul, mm-hmm. and he's had to find that within himself. Yeah. I love that man. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Man, dude, yours for me was like really nice. <laughs> I really like that. One. I don't know how to top that. Yeah, that's a good one. Gosh. I think that you have good taste. Like your apartment that we are currently in mm-hmm. is clean and it it has a good aesthetic. And um, I don't know. I think it's like really nice when you go into a guy's place and it's just like clean and clearly they care. Type A. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And you made the sconces. I wish the wood finish was a little bit better, but I just kind of took with what I had. But you accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Faults and all. I got a good one. Uh, You have really great eyes. And on a deeper level, you have a really good eye as an artist. Just being Mm. able to see your few paintings. Thank you. I really, I was really blown away by those abstracts because that's also something I can't do. So I I admire it on an extra level. But also the fact that like, that's just something you do like on the side. That's like a hobby of yours. And I think when, you know, so many people are like pursuing like their careers and their passion in that sense like for me especially like i neglect side hobbies a little bit i mean the woodworking thing is a bit of a hobby but mm-hmm. um yeah i just really admire you for for that i think that's thank you i think it's super cool that you do that as well as you are very talented thank you yeah how many more do we have seven <laughs> seven each mm-hmm. um we can do one more okay i i I like your attitude and and your goofiness because mm. that makes me feel like I can be goofy too, mm. which I like to be, but I don't like normally. It's hard. Like I, I am very goofy, but I, it takes me like a little bit to get there. Mm-hmm. And then once I'm there, I'm like the goofiest person. Mm. That's a good one. Now I got to think. Because I like listening to the answer that you give. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like you want to really absorb it. Mm-hmm. It's not very, well, the thing that's nice about the, qu- the question is that it's not very often that we just get to receive compliments mm. that are like deeper than your day to day. I won. I want to like add to the last one. I like that you're kind of an artist all around that you don't just paint that like you would want to do pottery on your perfect, you know, day and you're, you play or guitar. Um, yeah, you show, I feel like you showed me bowls last time. Yeah. Yeah. I keep showing. I can show you a lot of bowls. I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. No, <laughs> but um, honesty. Yeah, they're like that's a, a, a little bit adding on the last question, but I, I just really like how you're artsy in in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. Um I like how grounded you are. Um it, like you said, it's clear you come from a really good family. Um but it's clear like you don't have like a crazy ego or anything like that and yeah, I, I I mean, again, it. well, I also want to say, though, it's like you're grounded, but you're still very adventurous. Like, I love hearing that <laughs> you had like a, a, a crazy time in Prague. Where oh, you yeah. Went clubbing. Like, that's super fun, because funny enough, I would never expect that from you. Really? Yeah. I think because huh. you're kind of you, you. I feel like you're on the quieter side. Yeah. But, um, Which probably makes you a little bit more introspective, probably smarter than me, because um, I probably talk too much. But. Uh, 
Yeah, I kind of like that there's clearly this side of you. It's a wild side to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to get my ring of keys. Try to unlock it. <laughs> um, Good one. Yeah. 23. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? Uh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I was very blessed, I think, growing up. Yeah. My parents really loved me. Uh, unconditionally they pushed me to be a better version of myself um all the time yeah like i felt very safe for sure me too like because i said before we never i never moved mm. they moved into the thing right before i was born and then my sister however like she moved once but um i never moved so i just feel like i had this really really stable childhood my parents are still together and um my sister like lives in oakland so it just feels very comfortable and I can mm. go home and it's like really nice. Mm. When I was living with them over the pandemic, it was really like we didn't fight that much. I could have stayed there longer. And I heard a, a lot of my friends being like, oh, my God, I need to just get out of my parents' house. So I felt really lucky that I have that relationship with them. Lucky that you guys don't fight a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have fun. We drink a lot of wine. That's mm. the key. Okay. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? I feel good about it. Like I talked about it a little bit before, but like right now my relationship is really good and we laugh a lot. Like we have fun together and she doesn't judge me because she had way crazier of a childhood than me. And like, I love hearing her stories. She was way cooler than I am. So yeah, my relationship's pretty darn good. Um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll always have this connection with my mom because I stayed with my mom naturally for a year, senior year of high school after my dad passed. Mm -hmm. Um, I really admire her for everything that she went through. She taught me a lot of just how like, yep, shit changes. You lose friends and stuff like that. Um, you just kind of got to keep going. Yeah. I probably overshare with my mom in regards to just like. I was like, yeah, I went to this comedy show. It was awesome. And like, I got drunk, so it was dope. And my mom was like, I don't need to hear that. And I was like, who cares? You know I'm an adult who drinks and yeah. gets drunk. Like, who cares? So there are moments like that where I'm like, she kind of annoys me. But <laughs> I probably annoy her. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but I love my mom. Well, that was set two of the 36 questions to fall in love with Jack. And um, it got a little bit more personal, I would say. Started to feel a little bit more comfortable. And um, if you liked it, let me know what you think. Stay tuned for set number three, where we get a little bit deeper, a little bit more personal, and see what happens. If you like this show, tell your friends, share it, get crazy with it. You can also follow me at AbsRosie on Instagram. I hope that wherever you are, you're having a really great day. Okay, bye.